Hi, Ava. Hello. <laughs> Definitely got the intro ready. And we are live. Ooh. Let's find this uh, screen and let's go. Oh, I don't need the super shocker thing up there. Welcome back to another episode of Amsterdam Talk. I got a person that I've been admiring for a while. I love her work. I'm bringing in Love Coach Kings tonight, you know, to share some of her, you know, her insides of the things that she does. But before we get started, you already know I like to talk about some things I've done in my life this week. I really ain't do too much. So, we just gonna keep it there. So you ready, Love Coach Kings? Uh, where she go at? It's all good. I'm here, I'm here, it's I'm all here. Good. Oh, you there, you there? I just saw the camera came up. Yeah, I'm here, you know, with, I'm the, here. With, with, with the nice bun up, okay. So, no. like for real, but I don't want to call you Love Coach Kings all night. So you, I know you got you got a name or some type of moniker you go by. Love Coach Kings. Oh, so you go but by Love Coach Kings. But my name is Alicia Kings. Malcolm. I'm... Okay. Yes. We yes. Call yes. you Love. We call you Love Coach Kings. Then we gonna call you Love Coach Kings. Then. All right. All right. So you know I. I don't know, my viewers probably don't know your work, but I know your work. So how did you get into this line of work that you do? All right, so this has only been my like second interview. So let me break it down, yeah? Because usually when I tell why I do this business, the second question is why I do it only for black men? So I'm gonna tie everything in. So I used okay. to work only with black women and it was a type mm -hmm. of business where I kind of got tired because I realized all the women that I worked for was kind of on this background of black men. Can I curse on this show? 
You can do whatever you need to All say. Right. Say whatever Halu. you need to say. Halu. So, you know, a lot of women in that type of niche was always saying, you know, black men ain't shit. You know, you can't find no good one. No one exists. And I kind of was in a predicament because my father, right, seeing him, he's like 85 now. And he was just a really good role model for what a black man's supposed to be, where he's not judgmental, he's open, he's honest. However, he was not perfect. But I knew that there was black men out there that was not counted for, that was always kind of pushed into the nice guy or the friend zone type of thing. And when I would listen to these women that I worked for, it always sounded like the black man didn't really have a voice. It was kind of her way or the highway type of thing. And I was like, you know what, let me do better instead of sitting on this place where I'm helping facilitate you know the norm let me do it let me do something different completely different so I decided to only work with black men and to provide a service where black men start to realize their worth because <clears throat> let's we're gonna go a little deep I kind of decided that the propaganda that public and media push that you know we our our family structure is weak you know, you can't baby mamas, baby daddies, nobody's like solid. That's the propaganda they're trying to push out there. And I know for a fact I've met beautiful families, but the men that I speak to just don't believe that they can even have that. So if I can bridge the gap where black women feel heard, because all I would hear is everything that they want, but then how black men receive it is different. So I wanted to be the bridge in the middle where I connect black women, what we wanted, right? in a good mm -hmm. from a good place not no toxic nothing like oh they got to do this because i was hurt because of that no like healthy boundaries that black women wanted couldn't how to communicate that to black men so i was like you know what let me just create a whole niche where i only serve my people and my black men and re remind them just how amazing they are and how many amazing women out there right that get also get overlooked and if we can create that gap where there's two serious people one in relationships and know how to be whole with it themselves so they can connect with another whole person let's do it so it's been three years and i haven't looked back that is why i've done this this little business here and it's been good it's been really good well like i said i've been following your work and i had posted something yesterday to let them know that you were coming on just to give you know my viewers mm -hmm. some type of insight on what you do and mm -hmm. the thing that i posted was about five toxic signs of a woman basically you know yeah just, you know break that down for me it was like you were saying mm -hmm. if she lets you know she's doing this she's mm -hmm. really you know not really for you not interested in you i should say yes so really that whole video was about teaching men to be vulnerable so you can notice vulnerabilities and when you notice somebody being vulnerable you can know when they're being fake and when a woman tells you something you have to well women and men right but men have to be more vigilant because women know to hide things they know to pull them you know every, you know fake everything really that society taught us that we don't bruise a man's ego. So we present ourselves to a man and he may think something different, but she's really saying something else. So in that whole video, I was just trying to give men a different perspective and realize that women are also in a place where, you know, toxic, you know? And when you invite somebody in that's toxic, you have to realize that there's something about you that's enabling a toxic person to come into your realm. 
And that's how you have this like cycle keep going on. And I wanted to break that. And I wanted men to realize if you just pay attention, right? Take your interest out of it. Take sex, if that's what it is, out of it. You know, take what you think on the surface that you're an amazing person. Take her off the pedestal and see her for who she really show up as. And then take your notes. You are, you, you can do that. Women, we're taught to do that. They make sure I have, have this, you gotta have that, you gotta have that. But for men, society and culture and music teaches you, you can have whatever you want. And then when you're ready to settle down, then you pick and choose what you want. But a lot of men are running into issues with that because we're in a place now where consciousness is changing and you have to take things into consideration. So if a woman is gonna show up authentically, there are signs that you need to dive into to see if this woman is gonna play with your time, to play with you, or is really a genuine person showing up, saying, meaning what she says. So that's what that video is about. I hope that's what you was asking. No, 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 I, I, guess okay. I totally got the video. I just saw the five steps and it was like, one that crossed my boundary because like, okay. I've, I've, okay. Heard that, I've heard this before and I've mm -hmm. been through it. So it's like, when she start telling you about other men, it's like, okay, you have to figure this out. Like, listen, she's mm -hmm. already established that you're going to that friend zone. So she want to let you know, but at the same hind and hindsight, some men still hang on to that and be like, okay, I want to wear her down. Is that right or wrong to do? Wrong. Because it's the same thing like a black woman say she going to control a guy and she's going to make him marry her. It's control. So even though it's a subtle control, it's like a codependency control. Let me break that down. When a person knows their worth and somebody has shown them that they're not very interested, you're going to move on because you're thinking from like a mindset, there must be a woman out there who's going to match my energy. Now, if you stick around and you make the decision to stick around with a person who's kind of showing you half type of thing and telling you like kind of disrespectful things that's crossing your boundaries and she don't care about it, then it goes to show where she puts you, where she positions you in her priority list. So if a guy is going to accept that and wait around, it's not right because you're settling and you're kind of teaching her how to treat you, which is if she don't really sure about whoever else is in that on our roster, she's not sure about them. It's okay because you're gonna be around, so you a fallback dude. So you're still on our roster. She probably never have sex with you, but you leave yourself open to her abuse. So she'll keep you around and keep you hopeful and keep you going on trips and picking her up in random places, random times in that friend zone, and you're allowing that disrespect. So if you allow somebody to disrespect you, no, it can't be right which is true you 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 definitely can't allow you know that situation to happen you know but you know there's guys that just hang on and say hey i'm just gonna hang on and wear her down and then so if you do stick around and you wear her down and she decides to give in so basically what i got out of it was that she just settled for you because you was absolutely and you don't and a lot of people settle for people and then get in a situation where they have kids with them and then you know they at war like fighting, really fighting and putting things in jeopardy like that isn't, it's not needed. When you settle for somebody, you're literally gonna always be looking for the next bit. Even if you're not a cheater, you're not gonna like cross that boundary. You knowing that she settled for you and vice versa, both of you are not gonna be two feet, two foot in. You're not, because you're always gonna be thinking, damn, when she do act up and she do keep disrespecting you because it's not gonna stop because she chose you, right? When she keep doing it, you're gonna be like, damn, 
you're going to get to a point where you can't do it no more. And you're going to realize I need to walk away. And she's always going to look for the next bit because she's already settling. So the second she finds somebody that offer a little bit of anything different than you are, she's gone. And it happens every day. So the, the point of settling is you're really just extending your heartbreak because now right. you're going to have to heal double time because you really betrayed yourself. Because you knew at some point you weren't supposed to be doing that with her and she was not the one. And now she's still left you. That's why a lot of people just go into this shell and like cross off dating. I'm not going to date no more. I can't find nobody. But you got to check what type of energy are you putting out there? Are you leaving yourself open for people to abuse you? And a lot of people are. So hopefully right. I, that's I, not I your situation though. After no, no, this no, call, no, no. That's, not that's not my situation, but... I'm just stating that, I mean, Mo, I'm glad you mentioned, you know, about, you know, you looking at yourself as the problem, because I definitely remember you dropping a post about sometimes the problem with dating uh -huh. isn't you, it's who you like to date. And I've, yeah. I've mentioned this tireless times to the uh -huh. group. When you keep dating someone as this, you know, you keep dating the same type of person over and over, you're going uh -huh. to get the same result. Result, yep. Yes. So how, why do people, well, why do individuals not decide to seek change, you know, seek another option? Well, not another <clears throat> option, but seek something different from what you're prior to. Like oh. if you're consistently wanting to date that six, one man and everybody that you dated six, one and bigger treats you the same way. Why not come down to like that five, six guy? Well, we live in an egotistic world though where everything is instant validation. And on social media, as Black women, we're taught that you should kind of skip boat right now, kind of go elsewhere and figure it out. And if not, then you need the 6'3", the basketball player, rapper type of thing. And that's not realistic. But people are not conscious yet that they, don't, they want different. A lot of people will complain about it. You'll hear people say, oh, I'm sick of this. I don't, I'm not going to be with her again, all that. And they take them back. People like to say that they want change, but not everybody is going to do it. And when you have social media that is confirming that fear, that there is no better out there, you just kind of stay with yourself and kind of just live in that cycle of toxic relationships. But it always takes, in my opinion, the men that I've worked with, it always took them going through a situation where they can't do it no more. They've allowed so many women to walk over them. And yeah, women, you can't necessarily blame women though, because women have, we have our own situation over here. And until we heal, you're not going to find a woman that is going to meet you on the type of frequency you hoping to be on. You got to already be on that. You got to like attract what it is that you want. So if a woman just is, she really wants love, but she's tainted by social media. She thinks she needs to go on vacations. She don't care who the man is. She just want to go on vacations. She's going to attract that man who is a, for, like, for that. And it's going to get her to a point after a while, she has to face the fact that she does want love. Same thing with men. Men will overcompensate because they don't feel like they're really worth that amazing woman they don't think she was going to ever show up whoever they've been her to be so they settle and they will spend all their money on a woman who will give them the on the surface things you know but at the end of the day it's going to take all, maybe all their money all their time with women who didn't 
want to serve them in that way for them to realize then all right i do want different but people are just people are going to be stuck where they are you got to meet people where they are and you cannot change them even though your intentions are great to be in a relationship you will meet a woman who is on the surface and you're like you'll hear her say i've been through so many bad relationships i'm tired of it i want a really good man and you may be a really good man and you show up consciously she's not there yet it's nice to say it because you see it on social media people going on vacations and this fake kind of you know thing about love real right. life relationships though it takes a lot more than just you know facade so i don't know until that person realized that they have to again turn inwards and change their frequency and change their their law of attraction what they're attracting to them then they're always going to be kind of dating somebody who could do better and want them to choose them but won't and then they'll be stuck all over again. right and, and i'm glad you brought up social media as well because we had this conversation probably three weeks ago Mm -hmm. uh social social media tells us that this world we live in this is not our grandparents where everybody could just take care of bills where now you have people splitting 50 50 mm -hmm. and social media tells you that you shouldn't do it how do you get across with that then i feel like people need to come again turn back inwards right if you are a guy you in a committed relationship things can happen and people don't ever think about that part where things can happen you'll be a woman be with a woman and let's say you lose your job tomorrow right, right crazy right. that can happen and it has happened this last year and if she cannot support both of you for even if it's a little time until you pick back up if that's where you say you want to be the provider if she can't provide for you what is that going to make you feel like mentally emotionally that's the struggle that black men go through every single day of feeling like their only two worth values is provision and protection. And once you can't do none of those, then you don't feel valid. But at the end of the day, you, if you can't be those as a human being, some days you're not going to want to show up as a leader and take control. Are you going to want a woman who can pick up, can be your shoulder, can provide those things? People don't really think about that aspect of like do you want a person that's going to be equal to you or somebody who's going to kind of just you have to be clear with what it is that you want social media cannot depict that you got to be see what your situation is you got to know what you value do you want a woman that is going to pick up if she needs be if you want to spit 50 50 it has to be unique to you not you but like generally yeah, but we we rely too much on social media for real life things, real life connection. Connection cannot be touched digitally. That's something that's authentic and genuine to us. And we rely way too much on social media. So but, I want to bring everybody back. Bring everybody back. But you but you know how that goes though. If it's not on social media, it's, re it's, it's reality. Real. It's reality. Yeah, I get it. I get it's reality. But again, if you in a situation where you want different, then you're going to do different, right? Right. Yeah, you, you got to do different. And the crowd follows, the mass follows social media. So it's different would be you tapping into complete. What I would recommend to all my clients is disconnect. Find out what the hell you want. 
you know, versus what you think, what you see on social media. And Black love is amazing, but Black love is not for everybody. They're not, you know, it takes a different type of commitment. And the aesthetics right. of Black love and pictures and cute vacations, like that's, that's nice, but that comes with progress and years of going back and forth, that's commitment. So you really got to turn in and be like, yo, what the hell do I want? Because the second you're not sure about what you want from a woman, not sure a woman is going to show up. <laughs> That's what I tell everybody. That's what hey, I tell everybody. That is good stuff right there. But, well, not but, but I definitely want to, you know, tap into what I posted earlier with the promo for this and how you spoke mm -hmm. about, you know, women that really are into you. They they want you to open, they want you to open up, but in society, as a black mm -hmm. man, we're not allowed to show any weakness. We're not allowed to right. have any emotions. I'm not allowed to come to you, love coach Kings at the end of the night and say, sweetie, my day is fucked up. I'm broke down, you know, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I can't show that. I gotta come in and be strong. Mm -hmm. How do we do that? You know, how do we get through that? So that's another stigma that we need to destroy, that black men need to be strong 24 seven. That is not true, <laughs> all right? But you guys are programmed for that, like how black women are programmed for other things. You guys are programmed to show up, leadership, do this, take care of that, be there for everybody. That's, that's a lot, that's a lot. And black women have their same issues, but that's a lot. You're still human at the end of the day. So, you kind of have to stand up for yourself at some point and be like, listen, I'm fucking drowning, you know? Right. And do not be afraid of rejection. That's what everybody, when I hear that question, the biggest thing is people are so afraid to be rejected. They're so afraid to be vulnerable because if that person see them as soft or see them as, you know, whatever, you know, it's going to be an insult. That is a compliment. I need more people to accept rejection. That's a woman tell, if you are open to her and you break down and you cry, you're like, babe, I need support. And she laughs at you or she belittles you. That goes to speak to her character. That's not a woman you want to be with. But some people right. are so afraid to like be themselves because you're afraid of rejection. We got to get rid of that. Rejection plays a part in every single aspect of our lives, career, fitness, everything, everything. You have to fail to know that you're making strides. But if you're if you are so afraid, if you're in a relationship right now, whoever I'm talking to, if you're in a relationship right now and you are so afraid to just sigh around your woman, afraid you kind of feel like you're walking on eggshells, you can't really tell her how you feel. Think about that. Aren't you at a right. place where you're tired, where you want somebody to just hold you and just like make you, you know, replenish you emotionally, spiritually? That needs to be a need for 2021. Like, do not be afraid for a woman to tell you that you a bitch or you soft or whatever. All right, bye. <laughs> because if you, this is a woman that you're gonna raise a family with and kids with, right? Especially right. black men, you get a black son. We need to end this whole thing of black men can't cry. That's not, that's ridiculous. So right. in order for that, that change to be implemented in our kids, we gotta start with that. And we cannot fear rejection from people. Forget that. If that person don't want to show up for you, that's not the person for you. And it's okay. It's okay to have that standard and that boundary. But you got to be realistic with yourself and be like, is this what I want? And if it's not, you are responsible if you stay there. 
Ain't nobody else. Nobody else responsibility. Right, right. I'm gonna answer this question. One of the fans asked, "Where you from? Where Where you from?" They hear the accent. I'm from Jamaica. I've been here since 2014, so not that long, but long enough. <laughs> yeah, right. I totally get you. But when we speak of that now, now the thing is, when you open up, and uh-huh. you know, you open up and you tell everything you need to tell, and you know, you go through an argument. And she uses what you told her against you. That's like, a weak woman. Can... That's, that's a weak. What? That's a weak, that's a weak woman. woman. Yes. How I, mean, I see it is, if good. you are vulnerable with anybody, you don't even have to be a woman. It could be a teacher, whoever you hold confidence with, and you told them something about yourself, right? Vulnerable spot, and they use it against you, even if it's not even in that moment. It could be months after they throw that in your face. That's a very vindictive person. That's a person that cannot love you. They may show it mm-hmm. in their actions, but that's a big, big, big red flag. But that, that person is, is basically building up arsenal against you. Like they, they have the ammunition, you know, for whenever they choose mm-hmm. to use it, that's abuse. And we don't correlate that in our culture. We don't, we think it's cute for you to go back and forth with your girl and your chick. No, that's abuse. That's somebody that is using your vulnerable raw moments of, against you like what there's no coming back from that how do you trust somebody like that and a lot of people you know because they're hurt and shameful of whatever they told that person and they're not sitting in their own feelings about it they will deflect Mm -hmm. and be like oh you know she was just joking and she was just you know whatever but no that person took a real low job at you you got to take that into account that's not fair right Anybody who's going to love you is going to nurture those low sides of you. They're not going to speak ill of it or talk bad about you when you leave because they mad. Like, no. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you won't, you won't point right now, Love Coach Kings. I'm loving everything you've given the listeners right now out here. So one of the things also you said, you know, the no go-to topics for the first date, like talking about your ex, you know, sexual oh, intent, strong political beliefs. Yes family oh, yeah. drama medical issues why are those five why are those five key points no go-to topics because i know a lot of people do touch one of them sometime and a person may maybe a man or woman may mm-hmm. ask about what happened with mm-hmm. your ex is that a good thing to ask or no i would say no for the first date absolutely not because for one you're gonna rub that person wrong if you're speaking about something that's in your past, it don't really sound like it's in your past. And anybody that's coming to you right now wants you to be present with them. And that's a big mm-hmm. thing. We don't stay present with people. We talk about all the things we want and all the things we lost. But you trying to connect with somebody, it got to be this, me and yeah. you. And people like to dive to the ex because they're not really over their ex. And that's the truth. And low-key subconsciously, they're comparing whoever's in front of them to their ex. So if somebody brings up their ex to you on that first date, I would walk away and I've done it because that person kept talking like they would ask me a question. Right. And I would say, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, you know, I like this. Oh, my ex like this. All right. After the third time, I'm out the door. I literally was asking to go to the bathroom and left (laughs) because that person, it don't even make no sense. That person, even if you sit there, even if I sat there and say, you know what, I think you need to figure this situation out. It wouldn't connect. So I just left. But when you hear that, that's a red flag. And people need to 
be cautious of that. If somebody's going to talk about their ex, and even if it's slight, take right. note of that. Because it's probably going to happen every single time. If it happened on the first date, you're going to hear about this ex every single time. And you, you want somebody that's going to show up and be present for you, want to know about you right now. All right. So, you know, you just mentioned red flags. So why do you, well, most of them are going to talk about men because that's what you deal with. Why mm -hmm. do most men ignore the initial red flags and then down the line, you know, after they break up, they say, well, you know, I should have never did this because I saw this. So why do black men ignore these initial red flags? I have my own opinion, but I'm going to use, I'm going to tell you guys the opinion that I got from my clients and why they done it. Okay. And okay. usually it's because they got to a place where they felt their next girlfriend had to be something. She had to look good, smell good, booty got to be round and fine, face got to be cute. And if that shows up, they going to take that. <laughs> Right. Okay. And then when the red flags come in, like a jealousy thing, like, oh, you know, I'll go like she'll say to him, I'll go beat your ex up or something. And that should be like, uh, mm, OK, but then he reads it back as, oh, yeah, she really liked me because she want to go beat my ex up, <laughs> you know, completely right. misinterpret the red flag. So society has taught, I feel, black men that you should want something and if that something show up then you can you can slide on the attitude you can slide on you know the, the, the fast mouth the slick mouth you can slide on the mental abuse you can slide on it but those are the things that we let slide that end mm -hmm. breaking up the relationship because you right. realize that that person she meets some type whatever that criteria is many be physical it may just be she listens to you and you really really like her you wanted to go somewhere but that red flag comes and because that's the one need you focused on, then you won't see nothing else. Mm -hmm. We gotta stop that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that 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 can't be good. But you know, even though we ignore the red flag and then you get to a toxic persona, such mm -hmm. as like she needs control, she's narcissistic, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. she is masculating you, you know, the jealousy. And then the the one my favorite is always she can't do nothing wrong she's always the damn victim that's my favorite the one. Victim, my the victim yeah we have those too yep mm -hmm. so what like these steps they happen you know at all at all times so mm -hmm. for my male listeners you know mm -hmm. we always we always speak about women shooting their shot why mm -hmm. is it so hard for them to shoot a shot? I know we don't like rejection. Is it the same on the same plate? They don't like rejection as well. Absolutely. We don't know. And society has told us to be chased. So women will literally sit down and wait till a man chases her. He's going to have to get up from way down. Even though y'all stare each other down for six hours, she's going to wait for you to wait to step up and say something to her. She's not going to approach you because there is this notion, again, like I said earlier, that we should not bruise a man's ego because he's going to clamp up he's going to shut down and that's the biggest fear of black women that a man going to clamp up and shut down and it happens all the time we don't know how to communicate but it's like inevitable that it's going to happen because we i don't know i don't know you got i don't know how to explain that <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, how you, 
explain how you feel because we feel as though you know we just research, i just research, think really ready i mean research <laughs> has shown that you know 70 percent of relationships happen because women shoot they shot and we realize like yes. when she really shoot a shot it makes it easier for us because we know yes. she's feeling yes. us but yes. when we come shoot our shot and we gotta jump through these hurdles and you know i gotta do this i gotta you do gotta that chase. And I'm not a lot sure. of women believe you still gotta chase so you can come over but you still gotta chase you still gotta go she may want you and you're the only person that she has eyes on but she's still gonna put you a couple of ringers because her girlfriends told her that wait you gotta make sure he's not the same thing like the last one you know so she has think she has bugs in her ears now telling her you gotta jump through some hoops because the last one she's not trying to go through that no more so yeah Again, I don't think black women are, we're working on it. I believe I've met many coaches working with black women to get us to a place where we are also vulnerable and just lower the wall so we can accept somebody to be who they are and show up like just that. But it's going to take some time. And I feel like men should not, you know, just still be open. Don't fear that rejection. Don't fear that rejection. Be yourself. If she's going to reject you, move on. She ain't the one. <laughs> Right, 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 right. But I know I watched the video, but I remember this vividly when you spoke about, you know, her intuition. Mm -hmm. I, I, I remember vividly, you know, explain to the fans. I remember it vividly. I remember watching it, but, you know, you spoke about mm -hmm. her intuition, you know, about, mm -hmm. you. well, we already spoke about the friend zone. So just like her intuition was like, um, I guess I'm trying to say is like where she knows you the one or where she doesn't know that she doesn't think you're the one. You mean from like, the title, you mean my business name? How I got to my business name? No, 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 no. How you got to your business, man? I think it was called the golden, the golden minister or something like that. Well, I can't remember the whole, the holding thing that you said. I can't remember everything um about it but we could just skip over that and just okay. go into like what are some of the subtle ways that we can approach women you know how we can approach women because i know some women don't like men walking up to them say hey beautiful hey sexy all these all boo boo and all these other names like how can we actually approach women to get a response so i'm gonna tell you this one thing <laughs> let women choose you guys please it's so it makes a woman feel good when we throw out choosing signals to a guy and then he approaches men mess up i feel like because they have an interest in a woman and they have not made that connection yet subconsciously with that woman you know because we all can do it you can tell when a woman kind of feeling you or not let her choose you because it makes you, like you said, it makes it so much easier for the guy to know where he stands. So he don't have to do the, hey, baby, what's up? You don't have to do that. You have certain choosing signals that women will give you, even if it's online, that you will know, all right, this is something that I can introduce myself. And that's all you got to do, really. No gimmick, no sexy, beautiful. Just be like, hey, my name is this. That's it. <laughs> smooth and easy but it's the whatever you say end up saying to her it will be so much easier and it'll go down so much better if she's giving you these choosing signals that she's interested in you coming over right, online right, right. online is different that's a little more tricky because everything is based off matches so approaching a woman online 
Yeah, you're gonna have to bring out the swag bag for that one. <laughs> yeah, but but see, but that's that's the way we relish now. It's like mm-hmm. back in the day. I mean, you know, back in 2003, if you met somebody online, people would say you're fucking crazy for yeah. going to meeting somebody online. Now it's the norm. Yeah. So it's like is the norm, but we still get these issues and and this is something that we went through probably I, I posted in the group probably like two weeks ago you know mm-hmm. i was trying to get people to establish some type of friendship or some type of connection saying hey is valentine's day coming up won't you go on okay. a virtual date and nobody decided to sign up to go for a virtual date but when i say men gonna treat women to lunch i get 500 cash apps <laughs> But you don't want to go on a, but you tell me you want a relationship. But when I say, hey, try to establish a commitment, I mean, try to establish some type of communication and relationship with somebody through a virtual date, but you don't want to do it. But you want me to send you random money. I have the perfect question. And that question, well, observation. Okay. Again, this notion of changing how people show up. If you put out that if you want to meet genuine people, make a genuine connection and nobody showed up, that meant nobody in that group who actually wants a genuine connection. If you put out a girl's guys going to treat for lunch and they show up, that's the caliber of woman that's in your group. So the goal mm. is not wrong, right? But you got to step right. back and realize who is, you know, being genuine about what they want. So if nobody right. showed up for that opportunity to really make an interesting like situation happen, but they want lunch, think about the group. <laughs> you know, people again, they want that aesthetics of black love and a great relationship, but people are not willing to look inward and really prophesize what they want over their life and manifest it. They're not ready. They don't know what it is. They're still stuck on the aesthetics of a man taking care of them and but let me let me do note this there's different calibers of women out there okay none seem like they showed up that day but there's different calibers that will jump on opportunity to make sure that they put them in positions because they're ready to they want that they want to meet a great guy that didn't show up that day and that means nobody in my opinion no, 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 no. We we take your opinion. We're gonna take your opinion very, very, very seriously because that's what we try to do in this whole HBC single single thing. I love that. We want to put people together, but it's just like you your handshake ain't matching your smile. Like right. we're trying to give you a genuine connection to say, okay, maybe you you might go out with the person. Somebody might say, okay, like for instance, I may say, love coach kings. Let's go on a virtual date. We go on it. You may just say, hey. I wasn't feeling the vibe that night, mm-hmm. you know. I'm I, I'm not feeling you, so okay, mm-hmm. you gotta accept you gotta accept the rejection, mm-hmm. but just don't show up at all. But when I say, hey, let's treat these women to lunch, and you yeah, everybody's it says a lot. Free money it says a lot, right? It says a whole lot, right? It definitely. So says again, a lot. I don't want you to think your your intention is amazing. Don't ever stop that. Thank don't you. ever stop that that's amazing Thank that's you. a great bridge if you can cross that bridge to get women and men genuinely interested in making connections you're doing it so don't ever stop that that's a great goal maybe you just need to like change the messaging to really pull out those heartstrings over there you know what i mean like really 
dive deeper into what do people want and then bridge that gap what people want and their expectations like you know people who have the same genuine mutual interests start with them yeah, let people absolutely. work let people show yeah. up though, for you you know don't ever stop I, that quest i totally get that so now my next thing comes to this women that are bitter how do men i mean and how do men break is there some type of formula that we can break that wall because you're bitter because what no. your ex did there's no way we're doing it we're doing the same thing again that's the thing people do wrong cannot change people cannot fix people a lot of us out there we have the biggest heart and we want the greatest for everybody right so even if that person is our spouse we see the greatness in them we cannot date people for potential we can't all right and even though they have everything else great for them that one hindrance that they cannot let you into like that vulnerability if a woman is going to be bitter even when she's with you then why is she with you there should be a different type of comfort level with you because she chose you right. so she should be able to feel vulnerable enough okay enough safe enough with you to talk if she's going to be bitter right. why do not date that that's not no that's the whole thing you're going to have to try and change and when you're the thing about people pleasers too and codependence in relationships you'll if you try to change somebody, you'll try to, you'll actually project. Let me calm down. The patchwork came out a little bit. But if you are trying to change somebody and they don't change because it's not your role to change them, you'll start to become bitter. And that's what happened to a lot of people. You'll see the potential in them. And you're like, she's such a great woman. She does all these things. But every time it comes to another man, it's like, she's bitter. She cuts me off. She don't let me in. And you will stay with her for all the other great things. And then that one thing is where she just, that's not for you to heal. And people will try to change her and make her open up. You're only going to push somebody away because that's not your work. That's that person's work. So we got to like stop normalizing, trying to fix and change people and heal people. We only so can, can, can men be bitter too? Absolutely. I see them every day. <laughs> so take 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 me through one of your, you don't have to say no names but take me through one of your bitter men what what has happened how did you get him out of post, his bitter stage i will post something about women appreciating men it could be the smallest thing you know buying the guy flowers or something or just a woman i actually made a post where i said how to love a black man and you had a couple of black, black men under there who were like yeah, they'll do all that and still cheat. <laughs> and then you have black women on there like, <laughs> we could do all of that and they would still cheat, you know? So they can they actually pin themselves out, the bitter ones, like come and they'll message me and be like, wait, so what happened to the men who still gonna cheat if you do all of that and pour all your all into it? And so it's like, you know, both sides can have that bit of type of feel about really dating and relationships and opposite sex, but that ain't for me to, you know, sit there and try to change. That has to be something where they come to realize themselves who's really bitter, <laughs> you know? Right. It's really you that's holding on to that poison, hoping that a person die. <laughs> Hope they end up with a fat person. You know what I mean? Like some ridiculous, we'll sit there and wish so much hate on that person, not willing to move on. We're the ones that are bitter about it. And we carry that bitterness into another relationship. And you will put, if you don't heal it, right? You project it. So you put that onto that person. Usually that guy 
who is ready to be that king for her, ready to step up and try to heal. But you can't heal somebody. So you end up being the target. You end up being the punching bag for her and her bitterness. So it's not even fair to you. <laughs> no, right. guys, let that go. <laughs> I see I see you, Black Marvel. And here's a question from one of the viewers right now. Why okay. do women keep why do women keep saying they want something real and then get something real? And the end result is they either lash out, withdraw, or bail. Because they're not ready for it. It goes back to a lot of people wanting the aesthetics of black love, but not ready to sit there and really be like, wait, I, hold on. I'm not ready for this. You'll get a great, a lot of people actually will be in a place where they were toxic, but it'll come across a person, not meant for them, but meant to show them something, right? And they'll show up and you're like, wait, this too good to be true. So you'll have the people that dial back and be like, nah, something wrong. Somebody sent her, <laughs> this can't be right. And you'll have the people who jump into it really, really quick because they'll try to like stifle control that person. You got to be mine because you're everything that I think that you want, that I want you to be. So it's, right. that makes sense? Like you- It makes a lot of sense. I don't know. I just feel like make, people just need to be honest and you're not going, you're going to show up as one version, but when you're faking it, you're going to see that person true colors eventually. You're going to see their true colors, even if it take a three, that's why relationship going for past six months because people will show up saying they want a great relationship. And when that person either shows up, they're not ready for it, right? They'll still sabotage it, push it away, or they'll jump onto it and stifle that person and want to, control that person and only want, you know, get become clingy because there's, they can't okay. believe that that is that, that that person is showing up. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah, it makes a lot. Listen, love coach Kings. It makes a lot of sense. I definitely want to dive into your, you know, touching her soul and not her body. I definitely okay. need to dive in that touching her soul, touch her soul, not her body oh, has, has mm -hmm. to do with everything with emotions, you know, let's, let's jump yep. in that, you know, not just touching her body. So this would speak to the woman who has done her work to heal, who is not mm -hmm. impressed by, you know, sex, trying to jump in bed with you because she like you. This is a woman who wants to connect with you first because there's mm -hmm. an end goal for her where she wants a whole, you know, person, a person who has mm -hmm. done their work and healed. So a woman who's not really like interested in the sexual part is not going to put herself out there trying to jump on you, trying to do all of that. So you need to speak to her soul. So when I say soul, I mean connection, right. dive deeper, not the question like, what's your favorite color? You know, well, how many kids, you? not like that, but like, what is your passion? What do you want to like, what are you on the road to accomplish? Do you like, you know, dive deeper, a woman who you get her open like that emotionally and she trusts you and she relies on you. And that's a genuine connection between both of you. You're not even going to touch her body. You want to touch her soul. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's don't focus on trying to touch her body, touch her soul. When you have a woman open like that, she's a pardon my words, she becomes the freakiest, whatever you want, you know, because that connection is strong. And you can't get to that that elation that everybody's trying to get to when it comes to sex in a relationship. It takes time to build a connection with somebody where you're completely free physically. So you might even get her in her bed in bed with her for the first date or whatever, but you're probably not gonna pass that. Because a woman who's willing to just give this is guarding mm -hmm. that part. And that's the part you want to get to, which is her soul. So you'll freely get this and it'll be great. And women will trap mm -hmm. men like that. 
great this and this and that. No, but toxic as hell. They don't want a relationship. They're willing to manipulate and abuse a man. But this is what they have to offer. So think about it. If you want an honest, genuine woman to build a connection with, if she's going to throw her body at you, that's all she has to offer. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. And this is this. I watched this video before we actually got you on where you were mm -hmm. talking about women want foreplay, not 2K. Women are hey. more mental. Hey. <laughs> I stand by that very religiously. Okay. You stand by very religiously. Okay. Yeah, I do. So they want more than you just playing 2K. So, but say yes. that's just like our way to get out of, I mean, not our way to get out of things, but that's like our- uh, Release. Rela we, yeah, our release, that's our release. Yep. We need to play a game or something, you know, but mm -hmm. she doesn't want you to play the game, but you gotta come I play from another situation. I play games too, all right? Let's play okay. games together. <laughs> I'm, I'm not talking about the playing the game is 2K is not even an issue, really. It's not even an issue. Right. The play, you can have your play at your PS5, you can have that. But when there's no time, no, no boundary of healthy, like quality time with your woman, every time you get free right. time, you want to go on a game, that's when a woman is going to be like, all right now, <laughs> hello, I'm still here, I still exist there has to be a healthy balance with every single part of your life. And I don't think there's a balance when it comes to video game, because you'll be on a video game for hours. But when you are, what men don't realize and what women see is when you connect to something in the space of your woman, right? Not even a woman, it could be anybody in your household. Usually it's just you and your woman. You disconnect from your woman for eight hours on something you can pause. Right. It, it reads back something different to women. Right, especially if you've been gone all day, you're at work. There, when are you? Where's the balance? There has to be balance, and it cannot be a woman complaining. If she's complaining, more than likely she's complaining for a reason, and it can't be nagging. Look, listen to what she's saying. Look at your patterns. Are you on your video game nine hours a day? When do you have time to have a full time job? Do that. It, it has to be balanced, and I feel like a woman who's not insecure right and is being approached on a well-balanced situation she has her time with her man and he has his space you should have your life still and your different friends and everything and have your life but where's the balance a woman who has that balance and still feels assured reassured in a relationship she's not going to complain about the 2k she's going to be happy because she getting a break you know she can go do something herself but there has to be balance of you guys bonding and connecting and a continuous balance. And that's where women will emotionally cheat because right. you have emotionally stepped out. So you gotta be, you got, before you point the finger about your woman nagging about you being on, phone, on the phone or your video game or whatever, look at your patterns. Are you giving it balance? Is you, are you really giving her a reason to complain? <laughs> And that's what you. I and you I got you and then we had we had this conversation last week this is one of the biggest conversations we always have about okay. about dates who pay for dates and and at this and you know this the research well not the research but the majority of the group basically stated if I ask you out you ask me out whoever asks us who out has to pay but some women feel as though like yo I should never have to pay for anything Mm -hmm. Like what goes on in that nature? Like what is the mindset with that right there? I do believe whoever asks, um, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. 
whoever asks that person a date, usually it's a guy, right? I think that's the problem. Women don't do enough to step up and ask our men on dates. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gets into this pattern that we expect men to be for everything. But when you're really with a guy, you really value him and his time and he makes effort for you continuously, you are going to want to pay for a date, you know, to right. show you reciprocate that. If that's an issue for a woman, first date is different. If he reached out to that woman, yet yeah, you reach out, you got to, in my opinion, you got to pay. But if you're in a solid relationship or even if it's just for days and she's like, yo, meet me for coffee or lunch, it's on her. But if you're in a relationship, a woman needs, we need to do more about treating our men and bringing our men on date and don't always have to rely on the guy to pay for everything. That's, nobody wants that. I wouldn't even want that. I would want my man to feel pampered and catered to as well. I, I, I totally get you. I totally definitely get you. But my thing is that I always look at like, you know, you want to go out with your guy at night but you don't want to ask him because you feel the need well you feel that you're going to have to flip the bill so it's like you're going to be quiet and he might just say you know in his mind like listen i'm really tired so i just want to go to sleep and then you catch an attitude because you really want to go out why not just step up and say hey i want to go out tonight that that sounds like some miscommunication i feel like if she wanted to do something special for you she should communicate it if it's a surprise then she shouldn't be in a position not to worry about footing the bill that's a surprise. Mm. But if your guy is tired and you come home and you want to have this big, it needs to be considerate too. The plan needs to be considered. If he out all day and want to come home and just go to sleep, that has to be a consideration. It needs to plan. She need to plan that a little bit better versus kind of right. like doing it because it's going to make her feel good, which I feel like that's why she probably would catch an attitude. It didn't go her way. But if you're doing something selflessly for somebody, then it should be, you know, courteous. Like, all right, you got to work. Let's do it on a day on the weekend. Let me plan it for a weekend. So he won't have nothing to do and, you know, dive into this moment with me. It's just really communication and that consideration. Right. Now, I'm going to bring a topic that most men probably feel sensitive about, you know. Oh, all right. I, mean, I, re I realized this. Some of, I mean, we always mention women have daddy issues. Yes. Some of us have mommy issues. Absolutely. So for the men out there that actually have mommy issues, how is a woman to approach a man that has a mother issue? The same way a, woman, a man should approach a woman with daddy issues. Allow that person to grow and not hold yourself accountable for that growth. Right. You know, because that, I mean, they so, always say you got mom. Go listen, go ahead. So, for example, um, mommy issues. Let me just break down what mommy issues is, in my opinion. Okay. It is that that wound, right? That it could be abandonment. It could be rejection. Mm -hmm. Your mom never told you I love you a lot. Your mother was very aggressive towards you because she wasn't showing love. So you're very aggressive towards women. You probably saw abuse growing up. It can go in all different, you know, aspects and spectrums. But mommy issues for for men is usually abandonment right and it you'll have a guy who has mommy issues who will become codependent because of that he will be clingy he will always be checking mm -hmm. on his girl you know you always buy her expensive gifts and make her feel comfortable because deep down he's very very afraid of abandonment so you'll have him overcompensate for her to stay 
that's really mm-hmm. what I think mommy issues is that codependency and just what you know will do anything for that woman even if that woman is not nothing good for him so a right. woman approaching a man with mommy issues I feel has to be approached in the same way if it was flipped if you see you know a person who is codependent is relying on you way too much emotionally right you gotta show up for yourself you gotta show up for her it's too much right so once you start to get drained you need to say something so she would have to say something to him and be like listen hold on now i you know in the most loving way in the most loving way that's the the, the most it's not even what you're saying it's how you're saying it we gotta come we gotta find a way to communicate to each other in a loving way where that person don't feel more shame because anybody with an issue really has shame tied behind it and they're going to retreat instead of opening up so we got to right. figure out a way to to cross that boundary communication wise but it's not your responsibility at the end of the day you know that woman to deal with that and if you're the guy with the mommy issues it has to be your responsibility to change it you cannot depend on anybody else to make you feel secure because that's really what it is not feeling secure with a woman because you're you never felt secure with your mom she abandoned you right right it had you got to get come to a place where you're securing securing yourself or you're going to attract people who want to control you right who wants to keep you like this and you're gonna you're gonna stay there and they know you're gonna stay there because you have mommy issues you don't want her to leave anyway so you'll take abuse and everything so you have to be very careful if you're the person with the mommy issue, not you. Okay, I'm a girl. I feel like I'm not you no, guys. No, no, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. All right. If you're if you're a king, a black king out there, you feel like you have mommy issues. You kind of become clean when you meet a woman, and you kind of want to prove to her that you are the one, that you're an amazing man. You're already doing it wrong. Doing it wrong. Dial it back, and do look inward. Really see. Mm-hmm. Do you have mommy issues? Do you have problems with codependency do you are you afraid that a woman's going to leave you are you afraid of rejection dial in and don't be afraid to dial in with yourself and figure out what it is because if you, those parts that you're afraid of of happening you're so mm-hmm. afraid of it law of attraction you're so afraid of it, you're putting so much energy into it not happening it will always happen that person was always in with a in a relationship with a cheater they'll keep prophesizing it they go to their mom telling oh he's a cheater go out i always find cheaters tell her friends it's always a cheater and then a cheater always shows up because you're living in that space and you're going to attract the type of energy you're putting out there so we got to switch it yeah that would be my no 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 i I, I definitely get it it was something i had another question but i can't even damn okay but i definitely know okay here we go black marvel again why do women spurn cordial greetings why do women what? Why do women spurn cordial greetings? Well, why they don't like it? Yeah, why do they spurn them? Um, I feel like that would be a woman who is not very secure in herself. Well, let me let me hold on. Let me die the back because that's not fair. There are. It depends on how you're approaching a woman, right? Let's say it's daytime, mm-hmm. lunchtime. You see a beautiful woman. You walk up to her. You tell her a nice greeting. She's like more than likely that rejection is not about you 90 percent of the time she's on her way to something she in her head she's trying to get back to a meeting and she won't necessarily give you a great you know remark 
or you have the people mm -hmm. who just uncomfortable. A lot of women don't know how to take compliments. You don't. It's uncomfortable for them and they will shut you down. Even though your genuine intention was just a compliment, she don't know how to deal with that. Right. Again, is that what you want? <laughs> or do you want a woman uh -huh. to be like, yes, thank you for noticing that I'm beautiful because you handsome <laughs> too, King. You want women who are sure about themselves, you know, and not in a cocky way, but just they know their worth. They've been through a lot. They've healed. So, you know what I mean? I if they, if that's a turn off for them. It's going to be a turn off forever. And it's not your responsibility nah. to make them like it. Man, what did it say? How does how do you feel? Well, this uh the mighty one says, How do you feel about the term female? Female? Yes, how do you feel about the term female? In what regard? Oh, that's all they said. How do you feel about because I, I I know one thing is this big thing right now is just like you mean feminism? Mm -hmm did feminism you can't say the word female oh, you know okay. all of this crazy you got to remove manhole and this that and the other you know there's a lot of people that are not agreeing with the term female some women say hey that's my gender and i'm gonna stick with it but they don't want to be called female i i don't know but that's i'm guessing that's what she's asking i've never actually heard that a woman um not wanting to be called female if we're talking about feminism and that whole movement of just pro-female and only pro-female, then that's different. But I've never actually heard somebody, you know, I don't, I don't want to comment on that because I've never had experience. But when I hear female, I just think of the sex. I don't think nothing deep unless we're talking about feminism. Got you. Somebody said they love your accent. Thank you. Appreciate it. I feel but like I'm, I don't hear but, it, but everybody else hears it, so I'll take it. <laughs> So before I let you go, because I, I I don't want to hold too much of your time up, because I know okay. you got other things to do. You got things I know you got other things to do, but I definitely have to ask you this. One of the posts that you said, this is for my males right here. You know, mm -hmm. if you want if you want to be together, you have to go get her. You broke together down to go get her. So what was you implying this was right like there? Three years old. You really went all the way back. <laughs> I told you I was a fan. I appreciate it. It's a compliment. I made me feel good. I made me feel good. All right, yeah, but I do remember that. What did you want to know about that? What I meant? What, like, what do you mean like that? To go, you know, you need to go get her. Like, how is somebody who feel as though they want this woman, but they feel as like she's out of her league? Like, I mean, out of his league. <laughs> How do mm -hmm. you build up the confidence to say, I, I want her, I need to go get her? I think you have to get to a place where you are confident in what you're selling. You know, okay. not necessarily, I don't want to use words selling, but we're putting ourselves out there, right? For people to, to judge. So right. if you are not confident within yourself, it's going to read as, you know, to her, that is, you're not that confident. You're kind of just kind of saying things to sound smart, to sound you know like sexy or whatever and it's not genuinely you so in order to portray that to a woman and you want to go get her you gotta know mm -hmm. your worth and what you about to bring to this woman it can't yeah. be i'm a nice guy but i don't really have boundaries i will allow people to walk over me disrespect me and then show up and expect to be like uh you know what i mean like a woman will 
will read through that. So who you are, if you whoever you are, you want to go get that woman, you got to be confident in that. And the way to, in my opinion, the way to get to that confidence is to stop fearing rejection. Got you. Stop fearing rejection. Rejection show up in every aspect of our lives. It's good. If a woman rejects you, that cuts your work in half. You ain't got to sit there and keep trying to convince her. You know, don't do yourself that disservice. Whatever you put in out there, you want a woman, show up. And if she's if she's not into it, she don't like it, thank you. I got to waste my time and keep it moving. <laughs> That's what I would you. say. Yeah. Got you. Before you go, you know, if anybody needs your coaching, how can they reach you? What's your contact info? Go over to Instagram at lovecoachforkings. And you can literally find all of my information there, all of my services. And yeah, I only work with Black men. So Kings, let's go, yeah? 2021, my mission is to get men to really dive into themselves and see their self-worth. So if that's something that you want to dive into, you're not sure how to dive into that, how to really get safe and comfortable with yourself so you can approach a woman, go to my Instagram, I love Coach for Kings, and I will talk to you there. <laughs> oh man, thank you for coming through. My slogan is always, thank you for having house. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this, this is my house, but you always welcome. Okay. Anytime you want, anytime you want to come, you know, promote right. yourself. Because like I said, I've been a fan. I've I've truly been a fan. I've watched okay. everything you've done since you started. So it's just like, I hey, you've seen, you've seen I how I brought it back. <laughs> One of your first um, joints. You, you really that. did. You made me have to think like, wait, what video was that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate yes. that. Thank you. Thank you. I am a I am a fan definitely of you. Love Coach Thanks. Kings on Instagram. Thank you for coming through. I'm Absolutely. sorry that I I didn't set the club. I normally have an after party at Clubhouse where people could still get to talk to you mm -hmm. if they had any questions. I don't know if you have an iPhone or anything like that. I do have an iPhone and I do have an invitation. Do I need to sign up for it? <laughs> yeah. We we gonna i mean tonight we're not gonna do it tonight because i didn't set it up tonight but because i i don't know if anybody's like ready to it but i'm definitely going to set one up i'm going to have ava reach out to you just on a random day yes yes yes, yes. And we can talk about it have people come through and just reach you thank you for coming Absolutely. on i i i had to have you on i was i hounded ava like we got to get her on Stop it. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> like, it. <laughs> we had to get her on. So definitely from from me, Ava, the whole Amsterdam crew. Thank you for coming out, Love Coach. Absolutely. Kings. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Ava. Thank you guys. Seriously. And to my viewers, there's no Amsterdam talk next week because oh. we will be doing we will be doing family feud next week. So oh. we got some, yeah, I'll, yeah, you can come on through. I host I Family Feud too. <laughs> yeah, I, I do it all, shit. Okay, so okay. It will be no Amsterdam talk next week. But for those who do listen to Sway in the Morning, I have Tracy G get ready to come on to talk about oh. mental health and yoga. Oh. Congratulations. So, shoot. Shoot. Thank you. That's big. For, <laughs> thank you for tuning in. I'm Rod as usual. Ava, my guest, Love Coach Kings. 
Make sure you follow her on Instagram. Reach out to her for her intuition. Uh, dot com. You know, pay homage to everybody. You know, give her her flowers while she's still living. Thank you for coming through. Appreciate it.